Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Brain Food Podcast. I am Casey Thomas and this week we are doing part two in our examination into stimulant compounds and their effectiveness on cognitive performance. Now before we dive into that, please be sure to leave me a rating and review. I know this is a little bit different from what I normally do, so I really would appreciate some feedback. And if you can also, please do subscribe. That helps me out a whole lot, and it also lets you be the first to know when I have more stuff coming on out. And believe me, I have a lot more topics that I want to talk about. So last time, last week, we talked about some various stimulant compounds. We talked about cocaine, we talked about amphetamines, and we also talked about Adderall. And Adderall is the one that I have been getting asked the most questions about. So that's the one I want to do a research review on this time as well as next week. But we reviewed some of the mechanism behind Adderall and its usefulness in treating the clinical conditions of ADHD and narcolepsy. And we also saw that in healthy brains, Adderall might be useful to restore some lost performance that's coming due to fatigue or due to sleep deprivation. We also saw that abuse problems are quite severe and everybody who's trying to come off of it experiences withdrawal symptoms has to be done smartly. But I really wanted to take a look at some of these studies that were in healthy individuals because most of the data, as I said, is in people with ADHD or narcolepsy. And that kind of makes sense, right? Uh, that's what it was designed to do. And people saw the results in those populations and said, hey, maybe it'll help over here too. Maybe it'll help me in my academics as a college kid. Maybe it'll help my sports for athletes. Maybe it'll help business executives. Okay, A lot of people are turning to these medications thinking it is the limitless drug, <laughs> which is what everybody wants, right? Let's let's talk a little bit about this study. This was a study done in 2018, so pretty new, all right? And it was done in healthy college adults, which I love because we want to see can this compound actually take a brain that's normal, healthy at 100% capacity and take it to 110%. Okay, can it actually help us exceed what we are normally capable of doing? That's where it gets interesting, okay? And so this was one of the studies that decided to actually test that claim. So here's a little bit of background information, though. ADHD is affecting anywhere from 3 to 10% of school-aged children, and it does seem to be more common in males than in females. And there are tons of therapies that exist for it. However, the most effective treatment is stimulant medication. So we have things like various amphetamines, methylphenidate, uh, and Adderall, right? But what about in college students? Well, we do have some trials that show stimulant medications in general might improve executive function in college students only if they have ADHD. <laughs> what we're seeing, though, 5 to 35% of college students are misusing prescriptions, but less than 2% have a real prescription, have a real diagnosis. And this number is on the rise, okay? And it's not just America. It is other countries where this is becoming more of an issue. When you talk to these individuals and you say, hey, why are you taking Adderall? 
The most common reason cited is I want to improve my cognitive function, I want to improve my concentration, I want to increase my alertness, and I want to stay awake. But not everybody is doing it for those reasons. Okay, some people are just using it for recreational purposes. So what did this study do? This was a double-blind, placebo-controlled crossover study. And we had cognitive tasks that occurred during peak blood levels of Adderall. So that occurs anywhere from, you know, one and a half to three hours or so, three and a half hours after ingestion. They did several tasks. One of the tasks was what they call a digit span, forward and backward. Basically, they are read numbers and they are told to verbally recall the numbers in either the same exact order or in the reverse order. They also did a story recall task where they told them a story that became increasingly complex and they said, tell me everything that happened in the story. They also had a continuous performance test, which is a measure of sustained attention. Basically, they had to press spacebar as fast as they could when there was a cue, and if an X showed on the screen, though, then they had to withhold that response. They also did reading fluency and comprehension, kind of like your SATs, if you remember those terrible days from high school. Then they also wanted to get, you know, some subjective reports on how much the participants felt like the drug impacted their cognitive ability. They also wanted to measure emotion and some basic physiological stuff like heart rate and blood pressure. So we can make some predictions, right? If you think stimulants and Adderall specifically helps, then you believe all of these variables would be improved. And a lot of people would argue just that. We have a lot of conflicting data though, right? Especially in healthy individuals. And you know, if you if you believe the previous literature, then you might think that it's not going to help. And maybe you think that it could be a mix. So what actually happened? We saw that there were significant effects on all of the physiological variables. All right, so they had an increase in blood pressure, an increase in heart rate. They felt it a lot. They felt it in their core. All right, they felt high. They felt good. <laughs> all right, it definitely improved not only mood, but also these physiological variables. It improved attention, but it decreased our ability to handle all of that information. All right, we saw a worsening in working memory. But one interesting piece was that people tended to rate their own past cognitive performance worse. This is interesting because usually people think that when you're on stimulant medications, you have a high level of confidence. And that's true for when you are currently on the stimulant. But after the stimulant has started to wear off and after you've completed these tasks, it seems to have a decrease in your confidence level. And this is bad because confidence is definitely associated with performance. General increases in confidence seem to you know, be associated with improvements in performance and decreases in confidence tend to make things worse off. So that's a really interesting finding from this.
So what we saw was an improvement in attention. You can make a case that some metric has been improved as a result of taking the stimulant Adderall. There was improved attention, but that doesn't tell the whole story because we saw a worsening in working memory. We saw a worsening in the ability to use that information. All right. So it's not all about, hey, I can see the information good, but what can you do with it? And this study showed that healthy individuals had a worse capacity to utilize that information. They also had a worse confidence after the fact, which is bad in its own right, and nothing else seemed to really change. But the, the, the real big takeaway from this is that the actual benefits are completely discordant with the beliefs, because everybody felt amazing. Everybody felt really good taking the stimulant. Their body was telling them that something was happening, okay? But the actual improvements were null or detrimental, and the only thing that actually improved was this marginal improvement in attention. So this study, for me, it really just highlights the difference between feelings and what's actually going on as far as cognitive performance goes. And I always like to say, if you're not measuring, you're guessing. And honestly, I really don't care how you feel, okay? We're talking about cognitive performance, and that is the only thing that matters here. If you want to feel good, okay, go pop some Adderall. But and that's not advised. All right, sorry, don't do that. <laughs> uh, but if you want to feel good, okay, that's what this medication can do for you as a healthy individual. But if you care about cognitive performance, all we saw here in healthy individuals was a marginal improvement in attention and a worsening in other things. All right, it made you feel good, but it didn't actually make you be better. All right, so that sums up this first study. Next week, I want to take a look at one other study that I think is really telling as far as Adderall's use as a nootropic compound. I, I hope you enjoyed this week. If you can, please let me know what you thought. Shoot me an email. It's caseythomasrd at gmail.com. I love hearing from you guys. I want to know what you're thinking about all these episodes. Uh, if you can, leave me a rating and review. Also do the subscription thing. Those things all help me out a whole lot, and I, I really do truly appreciate it. Um, I, I know you have a lot on your plate, and the fact that you choose to spend some time listening to me, I, I really do appreciate that. I'll shut up now. You take care. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.